0: Let's discuss this show. We've got a new Formula 1 World Drivers' Champion, the 34th World Drivers' Champion, and his name is Max Verstappen. Very well deserved over 21 races this season. Uh, we'll discuss the 22nd on this week's show, which is a bit controversial, as you've probably noticed by now. On this week's show, I'm joined always by Tom, the editor of Traction.gg. Hello, oh, I've got a
1: plug as well. Good evening. or oh, good morning. Where are you are listening?
0: Oh. And by Nick, who is the chief library officer of the GT Sport. I didn't come out oh. right. Yeah. That'll do. Yeah. That didn't come right, right, but that'll do. So, yeah. Max Verstappen, world champion. I would say, as an at the outset, we'll say, well deserved over the season.
1: Well, I just want to flag something before yeah, before we go. And I want to echo your thoughts there, Colin. I think it's been an un- unprecedented season, and I just <laughs> really want to say, um, heartfelt, sincere, huge congratulations to, of course, uh, Carlos Sainz for finishing fifth in the drivers' <laughs> championship. That's superb yeah. result to nick that at the end, and you know he's underrated so. Smooth
0: operator. <laughs> yeah, but do you, do you have any congratulations Nick, that you need to need to put out there? No, 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 not really. not to deserve anything. no
2: nah,
3: <laughs> <we're a> crap. <laughs>
0: <laughs> in, in all seriousness, I don't think any of us are got our British sports person hat on and just backing no. Lewis because we're backing Lewis. But genuine congratulations to Max because he's led the championship most of the way. He's driven brilliantly. He's pulled pole position laps out his backside when he had no right to. And he's genuinely been excellent if his driving standards have wobbled in the last few weeks. But over the course of the season he's he has been very, very good. And I don't think any of us would begrudge either driver of the championship going into the last race.
1: No. Well said, couldn't agree more.
0: Indeed. Now, the problem is, last week we all said we wanted a fair fight, and we didn't, we didn't, want, an, we didn't want an asterisk against anyone's name at the end. But I think both, all of us were thinking someone's going to take someone out, or the driving's going to be unfair. Mm. Unfortunately, it was the FIA that decided to go rogue this week.
1: The championship was decided by the stewards and the FIA and the race director, and not necessarily between the drivers. And so I feel robbed. I don't. I don't mind either way. Who would it? I just feel that that was. I thought. Mm. I thought Formula One had the world watching, and the world was confused, and I feel like the sporting element was a bit missing. A bit missing. Yeah, and that's what I'm disappointed about the most.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, let's start with the racing. We'll go through qualifying, race, and then I think at the end we'll discuss. Whether the rules were followed, FIA, uh, yeah. I think we'll go through all that in detail at the end, but we'll try and stick to the racing as much as we can. We'll stick to the racing up to the point that Michael Massey made a complete mess of it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so uh, it was Kimi Raikkonen's last ever Formula One qualifying. Yeah, and I, um, well I'm on a high, he couldn't be bothered doing <laughs> two, part two and three, so just bend. well, didn't win it then but basically uh, done an absolute terrible lap put himself 18 both Williams went out but your boy Giovannazzi got through again
1: yeah Bizzle Mm.
0: (laughs) Gasly (laughs) (laughs) oh dear Gasly missed out on Q3 again but the Mm. story of Q2 was that Max Verstappen was going for a second lap I think on his medium tyres and Mm. locked up into turn 1 Which isn't normally a place you see people struggling. But flat spotted his tires, which meant he had to go out on a set of softs to make sure that it was starting on a clean set of tires. Yeah, tactical error. I was a bit confused here because I thought if you damaged your tires you could swap them. But I'm assuming they didn't have a second set of mediums to use for the race.
1: I thought it was at the FIA's discretion based on the damage. Ah, okay. So so,
0: so they may have been forced to start on a Mm. slightly flat spotted tire. Fair enough. And then Q three. The story of it was Sergio Perez pulling Max Verstappen round, and mm. Max is absolutely nailing both his runs to take pole position by about three and a half tenths. Yeah, smashed it. Yeah,
1: incredible lap. Yeah, going to uh, do it under pressure there, mm. and a big, a big margin over Lewis Hamilton in second.
0: I didn't understand why for the second run for Mercedes he didn't stick Bottas in front.
1: I don't, they maybe must have thought that the slipstream effect there versus dirty air was not enough. Oh, I don't know. I'm probably speculating. Mm. Mm. Uh, certainly, it seemed that Perez was really up to help this weekend, and as we come to later, Bottas wasn't.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Best teammate ever. Um, Landon <laughs> well, Norris stuck it in third for a yeah. great qualifying at the end of the year. Um, Bottas was down in six. Um, Perez put fourth, which I thought, yeah, fourth was good enough for him for what he's going to be doing in this race. Yeah. And Esteban on and Darren Ricardo close at the top 10.
1: So now ahead of Gasly.
0: Mm. Yeah, again. Good it's, uh He's finally, I don't know what he's found in the past couple of weeks because he had a good little run and then he faltered <laughs> and then he's had a, another good little run at the end
3: he's found his booster seat and he can see where he's going <laughs>
2: <laughs>
3: just takes time
1: to get into these cars, they're very yeah. complicated all these systems and stuff you have to get to the point where it's second nature and then you have to try and learn the, how to maximise it I guess and then the setup, mm.
0: probably
1: a good job there's 22 races in a season mm-hmm.
0: Right. Mm-hmm. yeah but 23 next year oh wow Too yeah. many. <laughs> we're getting to the point where it's every, almost every second weekend and I think yeah. there's a run next year at the end where there's 10 races in 13 weeks well, that was, oof. which I wouldn't want to be a, a team member doing those runs
1: Oh,
0: a yeah. podcast host. <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> we've done a lot of episodes this year I've got to at least add at least one more next year next thing, British Touring Cars is going to end up going to 60 rounds we're going to be here every week uh, so I think that's a bit of qualifying pretty much race Lewis on the mediums, everyone else around them on the softs. He absolutely needed to nail that start, otherwise, he'd probably end up down fourth, mm. fifth.
1: That was my big concern at the start. Yeah. I wanted the two title protagonists to be at the front, and I thought, well, yeah, but Lewis might get bogged down here with Valtteri Bottas. Yeah. And then, no race going on, but actually, the, the opposite happened.
0: Yeah. Mm. Yeah, nailed the start, took the lead into turn one. Drove round towards the long straight in front, Max was in his upstream and then had a mega lunge down to turn six. Lewis left the door wide open, really. Um mm. First viewing, Max drives him drives himself to the white line basically, the outside. And Lewis runs off the track, straight lines of chicane. First thought was that was cover for Max. He's got the. He's trying to take the place, and he's trying to make the FIA make a decision. But then, when I saw hmm. the onboard replays of Lewis, Lewis sees him coming. So I was like, yeah. "Ah, you're playing a game here as well." <laughs> so I think they're both at it there.
3: Oh yeah, no, I agree with that. I, I still can't actually make my mind up on what happened with that. So, um, I think that could have gone either way in terms of giving the place back to or giving the place to Max or not. Because he did keep it in the track. But yeah, I don't know. It's a weird one, isn't it? Because if there was the holy gravel there,
1: <laughs> bring back gravel, save the yeah. gravel. It comes up again, it comes up again. But
3: the big debate was whether or not he gave back the time difference that he gained. Yeah, I actually think he did, and I think he did it very cleverly. Because mm. later in the lap, I, I went back and watched it uh, around the hotel complex. As you come into the first part of that, Verstappen is right under his rear wing. And I think he let him catch him there because he knows that he can't follow through there, and he can pull back out the gap.
1: Yep. What frustrated me there was there wasn't a mm. replay of this, no. so the commentators were just like, "Well, did you give it back? I don't know." But blah 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 And it's like, well, yeah, if you just, if someone showed the first.
0: <laughs> hey, Crossy. <it's>, yeah.
1: <laughs> it slowed down. It slowed down. Actually, first of all, on the towards the entrance of turn nine, the new long sweeping left a bit. Mm-hmm. And then, you're right, by turn 12, at the start of the hotel complex, it's right on him.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And so the FIA, oh, sorry, the, whoever made that decision, is it stewards, FIA, or the race director, or a combination of all three? They mm. then said, clearly on the radio, framework here, we're happy with the gap. Or was it not on the radio? It might be on the screen, but they're happy with the, 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 the gap was amended. Um, yeah. I still kind of think the position maybe could have swapped. I do see that point of view.
0: I, yeah. I, I thought it probably should have been talked yeah, he Max has got the inside there, and he has driven to the line. But if you look at Lewis's he's on board. He's looking mm-hmm. in his mirror the full way, in that breaking zone. He, he, I think he knows. Mm-hmm. I think they both know what they're doing. Basically, say that way. So yeah, but I thought Max had done enough. they Are going to have to clarify the rules for next year on overtaking and what you can mm-hmm. and can't do? Because we've had too many situations where we don't we're guessing.
1: Gravel's the answer, but <laughs> it is yeah. I, am I correct, Nick, in saying that there's there's stricter rules where if you go over the white line for track limits and stuff? I know that's mainly for like qualifying and things, I guess, but it's supposed could, to that be that could that could have a factor next year in terms of it. we we'll
3: wait and, and see things. because often we're told this is going to change, that's going to change, and then they. Well, we now we know it. that
1: you know the race director can do whatever he wants.
3: True. <laughs> so yeah, it's know, supposed to be want. the white line is the track limit at every race next year.
1: So Max, but, in this I'll instance, see. came. Was still on the track under the current rules, but he did have mm-hmm. like two wheels over the white line.
3: Yeah, but so next
1: year that could be track. a different factor, it's a different element to throw in the mix. But yeah, I, I wouldn't, I wasn't, yeah, I was probably thinking it probably should have given the position back. I did spot, unlike everybody else commentating that, and I can't commentate by the way, I'm just saying that that was a part of the mix was that the race director did not, race TV director did not show a replay of Hamilton closing the gap,
0: which, yeah, yeah, I didn't like answer the, the same, so yeah.
3: I had to go back, rewind it and watch the yeah. first lap again to see.
1: Yeah, I had to watch it before we recorded. That was very frustrating during the actual event mm-hmm. live to, yeah. to leave that up in the air. That was a crucial error.
0: Yep, so that's potential FIE mistake number one.
1: Uh potential. Yeah, but in Max's favour, I think. Anyway.
3: Yes. Yeah. I, I still would, I'm not upset which <laughs> way around that went. No. I mean, I think that could go either way. A
1: part of me thinks that Hamilton had the pace anyway, which we'll touch upon, mm-hmm. but... Of course, over- catching is one thing, overtaking is another. Mm. Mm. And especially against Sir Max Verstappen.
0: <laughs> what is it in Holland for I don't know. They have a royal family, I think, so they must uh, have a. Hmm. Well, maybe they don't have a royal family. Hmm, it's
1: wasn't... all in Den Haag. <laughs> uh, anyway,
0: there's this definitely. let <laughs> not good to that. <laughs> um, Wando ran wide at turn one, and then Sainz mm. took him, I think, down at turn six. Yeah, and pretty much stayed there um, on the opening lap. Yes.
1: All oh, right, we're still on the opening lap. Yeah, good. Yeah.
0: I think that was it for the little lap. I think Bottas might have lost a No, of Bottas. Yeah.
1: yeah. Bottas lost um, at least one extra position round turn two
0: mm-hmm.
1: as Leclerc went around the outside, which you can see in that amazing eye camera visor mm. camera yeah. view. And, it, and the worst part about that is only one replay shown during the race, but it's from above. It's like a heli shot, I guess, or a crane shot. Um, basically, Bottas really overreacts to a car in front and re- breaks really slowly, uh, uh, aggressively, on that corner, and Leclerc just goes, "Well, I'm just going to go around the outside." <laughs> yeah, it's just another tentative uh, racecraft uh, moment for Bottas.
0: And then I believe to he hunger. lost another.
1: Yeah, and he must have lost another position, maybe down at ten five. I, don't, I didn't see that. Yeah, Sonoda. Right. So, well, we'll cover Bottas later on.
3: Yeah, it was a lovely move by Leclerc though, and that angle. Yeah, it was. With the was it the helmet camera? That was, I love that because the fact you can see his head moving around to the mirrors as well and seeing
0: where people are around him.
1: It's like if you if if the Formula One games were ever in VR.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, that well, bad qualifying and the bad start pretty much have ruled Bottas out of the race. Mm-hmm. because he, yeah, he goes nowhere.
1: He's never going to overtake.
0: No, he is utterly useless in traffic.
1: But he's also the proof I think that well, there's his racecraft clearly and his traffic abilities or lack of. There was many, many times Red Bull were saying over the weekend, well, you know, Lewis is in the quicker car. And Bottas kind of disproves that a bit. Because if it was such a huge advantage, wouldn't he just steamroll past them on the straights or dive down the inside? Ah, oh, maybe there's a weakness to my argument, because we're talking about Bottas in the back. <laughs> yeah. it's, what I'm trying to say is, I think it's quite evenly matched. You can't necessarily say it one way or the other. Mm. In my personal opinion
0: first couple of laps of Bofast had a really close fight down (laughs) in turn 6 which I didn't understand since it were both nowhere Uh, but I think it was Vettel taking the position from Stroll yeah Stroll's had a terrible season yeah absolutely terrible he's been really outclassed especially the second half of the year
1: waiting for next year although everybody in the midfield is waiting for next year you can't rely on them
0: yeah Going to do well as well as you can in the mm. race. So, first round of pit stops, Max pits and puts on the hard tyre, getting rid of these softs. Uh, a lap later, Mercedes Mirror put on the hards. Mm-hmm. I was a bit surprised he didn't to go longer on the mediums, but then the more I thought about it, and their full principle with this race was do not drop behind Max.
1: Yeah, it was just a shadow move, wasn't it? it
0: wasn't yeah, let it was, it. Mm. Well, was just shadow him at the end because we've got the pace, because Lewis had, was pulling out I an mean, easy advantage. Then I think we get to the point where the title is ultimately decided in terms of racing. Uh, not FA decisions, but in terms of on the track, where Hamilton comes up behind Perez, who hasn't pitied, and in trying to overtake Perez, loses about eight seconds. Oh, it's mad. It goes from like nine and a half seconds to one and a half <laughs> seconds of max. So I think he, he gets someone on the straight, doesn't he? Going down towards turn six, and then Sergio mm-hmm. just sends it up the inside. Yeah, beautiful move.
1: Way better than Max's move on that one at the yes. same place.
0: Made a, can be done. He made the corner. <laughs> yeah, um, and the and pass. He, yep, and then he managed to hold Lewis on off into turn nine. The fall then to also passed through. on the
1: apex at turn thirteen, which I thought was very clever. <laughs> yes. that, yeah, because that, you can't going back to Lewis being clever at the start, like you point out, Nick. Mm. Uh, Perez was also playing games in that sector of the lap.
0: That was a proper. F1 Esports Online defence, <clears throat> just park it in the middle of the track mm. real well, slow apex. Yeah. Like, yeah. like just, just, just go as slow as you can and he can't get past yeah. through that whole section and Max just closed right up as I say it was one and a half seconds um, as soon as Max closed up Perez was told to back off, give Max a DRS and then we had a straight fight between the lead two then
1: to me this was a key thing and this is one of the best it things Lewis did in this race I don't want to blow smoke up his backside, blah, 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 bias, et cetera, et cetera. But when you've got Max Verstappen charging behind you after all the mind games that the team has, you've had to put up with yeah. and make a clean move and make all the moves and not crash into Perez and etc. Cetera, et cetera, Max is at 1.3 seconds behind it said on the screen. So he's just three tenths shy of the DRS detection, mm. which could have created an overtaking opportunity. And from that split second he got past Perez, Hamilton was just on it. Yeah. yeah. He just pulled away and away and away and away and he just thought, whoa, holy cow.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
1: But it was very easy to be in DRS on there and, and lose your head up, and lose your cool. But he didn't. It, didn't even lock up a wheel.
3: It was no. such a good job for Perez though to get yeah. that gap down. Um, but yeah, I like the fact that Lewis didn't just get frustrated and dive, try and dive past him. He took his time and made sure he did it cleanly, as did Perez to be fair, Perez yeah. didn't do anything dirty um and
1: no don't the mo- I don't not my own pros at all I have Bill utmost oh, yeah. respect and further admiration for his racecraft yes indeed especially in light of Bottas
3: <laughs> yeah <laughs> i'm going to say one thing now as well that could be controversial over this weekend and that i'd like to applaud michael Massey at this point of the race okay uh, because of toto trying to get him to intervene with checo good point. when he kept saying that this is not fair, this is bad, and he just comes back and says, it's hard racing, it's good. Yep. So at this point, it was doing okay.
0: <laughs> it's what you want
1: to see.
3: Yep.
0: Yeah. But we've we'll, we'll, we'll criticised Perez at various points of the season for not doing his job. Yeah, he, including the last episode. Yes. I was wrong, and I take it back. He completely justified his contract for this year and next year <laughs> on this one moment, because... It is, it mm-hmm. This is so vital in winning the Maxi Championship because Lewis has a 9-second lead during the pit stops. It goes down to 1.3 seconds. He eventually gets it back up to 11. Mm-hmm. So, in theory, by the time all the shenanigans happen at the end, he would have been 20 seconds ahead. And Yep, it wouldn't matter. It wouldn't have mattered what happened at the end. Good point. So we get Kimmy going off at turn 6 into the barrier because I think he has a wheel nut failure.
1: Is that what it is? Because... Mm. From the onboard, uh as soon as he breaks, the engine goes into anti-stall. Yeah. And yeah. dies and you're like, Whoa, moly. I don't <laughs> he, know if you saw the radio message from that incident.
0: No. Yeah.
1: He said uh, you know he backs out of the barrier and goes, the brakes beep, beep, beep failed. Mm. and he and they go oh box box, we'll put the front wing on, put new tires and we go again. And he goes, Well what there's no point going if you don't <laughs> no, if that. the brakes are maybe working or maybe not. I thought that was quite funny.
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah, just get me home. I don't want to do this anymore. I loved
3: it when he was in the pits as well, in that the team looked like they were still trying to get the car maybe fixed, maybe going out, and he's just taking his gloves off.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, that was clearly the final straw. So. It was, yeah. yeah. Yeah.
3: A sad way to end it for Kimmy, but. Yeah.
1: Mm. He must another... push his end. Yeah. Mm.
0: And then another sad moment for Tom. Devastating oh. moment. As for me? Oh. career ends a few laps later.
1: Now, got a point on this. Why did he park there?
0: Yeah, that was my point with what you're doing.
1: Yeah. <laughs> that, I thought that was a bit weird. Yeah. Not throwing a conspiracy theory out there. Please don't think about that. But, like, that was bad procedure.
2: Hmm.
0: Yeah. I'm I just going to
1: be... drive past the exit road. I park it a little bit further on. Mm.
0: <laughs> was it the engine you okay. parked in, or was it. I, don't know. I think it was a shift problem.
3: It's all oh, we yeah. heard. But I don't know if it was the gearbox, hydraulics, whatever.
0: Oh yeah, it just remind me. Was it Lando that was losing gears during yeah. the race? Yeah, he
3: was earlier in the race.
0: Yeah. Hm. If you sorry. So, the Giovinazzi's, uh Park job pull, brings out a VSC. Yeah. Which Max pits under and puts on a set of mediums, I think. I might I be wrong. Think so yeah. I think it was mediums. Toto is on the radio begging for not to have a real safety car. <sighs> yeah. Yes. Just shut. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: Or just stop transmitting the things because I'm pretty sure all these conversations have always happened in the history of Formula <laughs> One. Charlie is... Whiting must have fielded all these things. Oh yeah, but we never heard it, so therefore it wasn't a problem.
3: But they have like um, I don't know what the the title is, but they have someone who speaks to the FIA from the team that like they um, oh. like, like Jonathan Wheatley. I can't remember his name. Jonathan Wheatley yeah, from Red Bull,
0: sporting director, and Ron, someone from Meadows, Weasley. I was going to say Meadows,
3: and I just sounded wrong. But yeah. Um, So why is it that Toto and Christian can speak to them as well? Just have one designated person from each team.
1: Good point. I think it's obviously they're overriding their, and undermining their team. Because they're getting the passion of the the moment, and the heat of the moment. And also, I think they're trying to think, they're thinking that, well, if it's the top brass,
3: that's going
1: to pressure the the decision, right? Which is a bad way of doing
3: it. Begging and saying, please, no safety car is just...
1: We're awful. <laughs> awful, awful, awful. Yeah. yeah. But like you said
3: we wouldn't have had
1: this before. Well yeah, just don't play it. I just don't yeah. I'm none the wiser, thanks. Yep.
0: So Lewis doesn't pit because if he would pitted first Max would have probably just stayed out and kept track position. Um, yeah. I thought he could have come in the second lap of the VSE, but as he's come along the start line, the VSC ends. So Yeah, you yeah.
1: tweeted that live and then looked like a fool. Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Cause it 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 would, cause it didn't look like it was going to end. Then, but then as soon as it like went past, the pits, it ended. So I was
1: sat there typing the similar tweet, and I thought, oh, oh, yep, yeah. yeah, not send, don't send. Yeah. discard draft.
0: So it would it probably lost about twenty seconds or eighteen seconds. You'd be hanging back then. Mm. so again, if Perez hadn't held him up, he would have pitied. Yeah. He'd have been fine. He'd have been on new tires.
1: Another point though is, and this is crucial for me. I was going to save it for later, but I'm saying it now. In all this, when this virtual Perez playing around and then the virtual safety car for Giovinazzi's poor parallel parking, <laughs> you, you've got to remember that if Bottas was doing his job, Red Bull yeah. would not have the tactical advantage. No. It felt like all the way through the race, position two was a plump seat to be in because you, you had the advantage to react. Yeah. That wouldn't have been the case if there was a Mercedes or anyone else up near the front. No. Because... Max Pitts and he's behind Bottas then, so he can't do anything.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Valtteri badly let down his team this it weekend, last is. weekend, half the weekend of this year.
1: Well, they got the constructor's title, and that was in part to Valtteri, so yeah, well that was true. I was just thinking, in terms of the Drivers' Championship, it, uh, Hamilton was always one hand tied behind his back in this race because Red Bull had Perez to play around with, who got mm. a really good start, it must be said, as well, to get himself into third.
0: Yep. Yeah. George Russell retires with an engine, failure, problem. Um don't know what's wrong, so i an engine. But that's end mm. his Williams career. Yeah. Got him Got him a prime seat uh, for the end of the race so he could live tweet it. <laughs> yes. Yeah, was
1: he Was he tweeted before the race
0: ended? <laughs> he, tweet, he tweeted yeah. about the end. Um, but he was quite emotional at the end, last race with Williams, going to Mercedes this year. Um, Mercedes would have probably been wishing they could have swapped him out mid-race for Valtteri and actually got some overtaking <laughs> done. Yeah.
3: The
1: thing also, was, it's going to be awkward next year when Williams is going to be quicker than Mercedes, right? <laughs> yeah,
0: that would be. I'll yeah. Salbon 2022 champion, he's hit it here first. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, with well, uh, yeah, really Teefe. You're, you're not even going to make a joke about him, are you? He's he's just, uh, so, Max puts on fresh tyres. He closes up for a couple of laps, but then... Lewis just start pulling away again, which just shows mm. you how quick Hamilton was on yeah. Sunday. Yeah.
1: No, it's purely car advantage. <laughs> 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 no, I thought it was amazing. I, I I'm twice now on this episode where I'm just mm. going to be lambasted for any, anybody wearing orange. But the stint <laughs> where Max, where Lewis is pulling away from Max on fresh tyres, is mind boggling to me. Mind boggling. Yeah. Which I'm why it's why it feels a bit unjust at the end because. The person who did everything right and was smashing the race obviously didn't mm. didn't get it at the end. And I, I know that's not a fair thing to say, but I think that's why there's a little sting for a lot of people. Because if you're watching oh, yeah. it, and going, "Well, hang on a minute, this person's led th- for 90 minutes. <laughs> How does that work?" Anyway, I digress
0: So I think the next thing is the drama. Um, unless you've got anything else,
3: I heard just that Lando had a slow puncher, dropped him right uh. down the order. Any yep. Other yep. Thing.
0: And Leclerc made a second stop, which was disastrous oh, yes. for him. I think he dropped him at the points and he couldn't mm-hmm. overtake. Um, so, yep, we get to Latifi and Schumacher having a fight for last place. Cheap stations. <laughs> uh, I don't like people getting involved in rubbish that shouldn't be putting at the back of the, the pack, and it's like a title decider. Like everyone should be on their best behaviors to not interfere. I don't know. Like yeah. it's, mm.
1: I, I, you want to see people racing even if it's for twelfth, don't
3: you? I, I'm
0: with you. on Oh,
1: that I'm not going to overtake for eleventh because Lewis Hamilton might win the championship. I don't want no, to, uh,
0: no, but you've got to do it sensibly. <laughs> this this wasn't too mm. bad to be fair, but I just yeah. when when markers do something daft and it ends up changing the result of the race, it's like mm. what what are you doing? Like you're fighting for nothing. What, I can
1: see nothing. that
0: point of view as well. But, it was on the,
1: the tricky turn 14 where the t went off, right? Which
0: yep. All see.
1: weekend has been a drama. I think Ocon had a moment in free practice and Kimi smashed the barriers, didn't he?
0: Mm. Am yeah.
1: I correct in thinking this was slightly reprofiled for this race, right?
3: Yes. Uh, yes.
1: So they're slightly less acute angles. Have you seen how off-camber they are? Ooh, yeah. I, hate it, I hate that.
3: Yeah, yeah. that's what Ocon but, said. That that's the worst bit about it.
1: Yeah, like, what the heck is that about? It reminds me of that corner at um, Sochi and you never want to be
0: compared yes. to Sochi <laughs> no <laughs> no no so, um, so ta- just, uh, yeah go on sorry uh, oh, he's side by side with Schumacher goes off the track gets dirt on his tyres and then comes across turn 14 where it's off camber really forty rear ends people have had a weekend and with the dust in his tyres he's just spins into the barrier race over for Latifi which brings out the safety car so he can't restart
1: the car can he he's blocking the track yeah mm. full safety car Yep. And this is a moment where I think people are like, well, they could have pitted. Could they have
0: done? That's the question. Yeah. Lewis wasn't. Then he only had an 11-second gap, which would have put him behind Max. And given there was the amount of laps that were left at the end, there was a, yeah. there was a good chance this would finished behind the safety car, which means he would have just handed the lead to Max.
3: Yeah, Lewis could not
0: pit then. So again, that Perez fight has cost mm-hmm. him the World Championship.
1: I think there's a lot of black and white, uh, people thinking it as a black and white um, answer. Well, yeah, you should have paid. But I think if you're just weighing all the other possibilities, ah, I wouldn't have liked to have made that decision at that time. No, no. You, you don't want to be behind Max if you don't know the race is going to restart.
3: Exactly, yeah. And it was probably at that point much more likely that it wouldn't restart than it would.
1: Correct.
0: Yes. So,
1: Just quickly, mm-hmm. either of you know and the answer might be no. So in which case it's bad for the podcast, but. <laughs> you know, in British touring cars when the safety car comes out, they add laps on at the end. Is that a possibility in Formula uh,
0: One? The the only issue is fuel, because yeah. they run so tight on fuel. Right, fine. The, the, so you would so no, have to mandate a fuel level, right, at right. that point to do that. But I mean, you probably shouldn't mandate a fuel level. Mm. It seems seems strange. It's something to interpretation.
3: Yes, there's a maximum, but there's not a minimum.
0: Yeah. So, safety car, Max pits both Avataris pit and Ricardo pit off Tom Head. Other people might have, but those are the ones I remember. Yeah, Ricardo definitely did.
1: Yeah, I was too busy shouting and going, "Well, that Max has won the championship now."
0: <laughs> and then uh, Perez retires. He's told he's got an engine problem. Oh yeah, that was. Yes. weird, which I didn't notice at the time either.
1: I did notice that. I forgot about it until you mentioned it.
0: So I think they said that it was pneumatic and hydraulic pressure at the same time.
1: The Mm. radio message was abrupt as well. Like, retire the car. And he was like, really? Yes, now. Yeah.
3: (laughs) So they didn't want to risk causing another delay that would have meant there was no restart.
2: Mm.
1: Ah, I see. Okay, because I was thinking, you would have to save your equipment for the
0: next race. Yeah, that's
3: (laughs) why he was called in to not interfere with any potential chance to restart the race. Oh, that's a clever decision. Yeah. Hmm.
0: Ted Kravitz was uh, speculating afterwards on his pit lane report that, that they deliberately under fueled him to try and <laughs> get ahead. But as oh. soon as he said that I just mm. went, remember his pace, his pace wasn't he wasn't quick mm. enough for a guy that had ten laps fuel less <laughs> fuel than everyone else. <laughs> no. So that, that that's, to me that's just no. Uh, yeah. But you're right. That's the old Josh
1: Verstappen trick though. Remember when it was <laughs> refueling? It it counted towards your uh, qualifying. So arrows used to always put three falls of fuel in his yeah. car. He'd qualify well. He'd do well for the first two laps, and then up, oh, that was it. P10.
0: Yeah, yep. ran out of talent.
1: <laughs> well, fuel, but yeah, anyway. <laughs> talent as well. <laughs> yeah.
0: uh, yes. So safety car. Max he comes out. There's five cars between him and Lewis. It gets to I think three laps before the end. Before the track is almost clear. They go into two laps before the end, and Christian Horner asks Michael Massey, "Why are we not getting these cars out of the way?" Michael sounds taken aback, by this doesn't know what to say. He's kind of fumbling. Uh, he's uh, obviously safety
1: not... of the car.
0: Yeah, yeah. he's obviously not for this whatsoever because he's been looking at getting the car cleared.
1: Yeah, which yeah, fair enough to an extent.
0: And then thirty seconds but, later,
1: but but oh, before that, sorry. That's the important part when you go. At this point, I was also like, yeah, why have the cars not been unlapped? Mm. That yeah. did feel wrong that that hadn't happened. Yeah. I don't know if you agree or disagree with that.
0: No, I agree. I mean, the lap before, the car I think was basically cleared. I may be wrong on that, but it looked like the car was gone and the marshals and we were just finishing sweeping up. I was I think...
1: surprised how quickly they, they got it sorted. Mm. Uh, well yeah. done for the marshals there.
3: I think that was part of the problem because they had already stated that lap cars will not be allowed to overtake
1: I just thought that was so weird why would they say say not that's what I don't understand
3: so then there was a mad rush I think afterwards to change that
1: that. I mean Alonso and Max were both on the radio saying why is this not happening Mm. Uh, Alonso was pretty derogatory towards the whole scenario (laughs) as you'd expect these days but I do agree in that instance that it was that the lap cars should be let through
0: Mm -hmm. yes I agree I agree, they could have got, if marshals were sweeping, they could have got them off the track, in my opinion. Because Lewis was still saying there was debris down there when we started. So they restarted. So, obviously, they hadn't finished cleaning up even at that point, so they could have built the marshals in. And so, let them past, so, big
1: mistake number one of this is why were the lap cars all let through from an earlier stage? Right. Yep. So,
0: that. yep, so Michael's not paying attention to that. He's obviously forgotten about it. But they have said lap cars won't come through, so which kind of intimates that you're going to restart the race with the lap cars there. Or they're going to just go behind the right. safety car.
1: It's controversial, but you've told the world that's not going to happen. There's even a graphic on the screen.
0: Yes. Yep. Christian Horner has his radio message. Thirty seconds later, suddenly, lap cars. Five lap cars will now be allowed to overtake from Norris back to Vitello.
1: Mm. Right. So why? So normally, to be clear, if they let the cars through, I don't think we've ever seen it where it's not all the lap cars. No. It's. Mm-hmm. I mean, to be fair, I should just rewind slightly. And I was watching it with Lisa. She was like, yeah, but why are they letting lap cars through anyway? I can't remember what the context is for that rule. But anyway, the precedent has been set. That's normally what happens. Every lap Mm. car goes through. So there's only five let through. Now, do you think that's a bit weird?
0: Yeah. Yes. There's there's eight lap cars. If you wave lap cars through, it has always been as far as I can ever remember. All lap cars go at once.
1: So these five lap cars are the only cars between Lewis and Max? Correct. And the cars that are behind Max that are lapped are not let through.
0: Correct. Yes. So there is, I think, two cars between Signs and Max. So Signs is inferred at this point after yeah. Pei's retirement. So there, I think there's two cars between them, but there's three cars in total who are lapped down, who are behind Max.
1: So regardless of what you think is going on, as a neutral or you're watching it or whatever it might be, that's confusing.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And it does think of foul play. I'm not saying it is, but it just... Looks well hang on a minute what's going on here because why wouldn't be every lap car through so just, just very odd yep. just very very bad for the sport in that, uh, immediately
0: and then once the lap cars go past as soon as Vitel passes the safety car within about a second the safety car in this lap message is displayed mm-hmm.
1: yeah now what's that
0: about that never happens <laughs> so, so that... the rules
1: state something
0: else don't they the rules yeah. state it's a following lap after you've let lap, lap cars go through which means the safety car would have uh, ran round for an extra lap, which being the final lap, which means the race would have finished under the safety car.
1: So, why is that rule there? Do you think it's because if you let the race go as soon as the lap cars go through, then they're just going to be in traffic again immediately? Yeah, The so leader get... w- is right behind the lap cars all of a sudden. Yes. Why would you do that?
0: It's, it's to allow the lap cars a chance to catch back up. Oh, yeah, yeah. I
1: understand that part. But so, don't get lapped yeah. immediately. So, that, that's the point of yeah, exactly. that rule. So, in this scenario, what actually happened was that cars are gone through. Oh, we're going to green. So, if there was more than a few laps left, the leader or leading group of cars will immediately catch up with these backmarkers markers again and mm-hmm. lap them again, which defeats the object of un- being them being unlapped or allowed through to clear the traffic.
0: Yeah. Correct. Yes.
1: Right. So, that's another weird
0: thing. And the person who was, I think it was Ricardo, who was sitting like 10 for something like that. Yeah, would not have been able to fight for ninth because ninth was halfway around the track.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, is that true? Right. well. Yeah. Cause and
3: Ricardo was third in the order behind the safety car. After this, uh, he was behind Max, but right. the cars he was racing were all going around in the distance.
0: Yep. <laughs> and and Sainz then had took a two car buffer between him and Max. Mm-hmm. So so Carlos Sainz, if he wanted to. Could have had a m- whinge about at this because he could have had a fight for the win here. But well, he was on old tyres, wasn't it? he? Didn't he? So no, yeah, yeah, yeah and he's a, an uncompetitive car, but theoretically, it's
1: more the Ricardo having a whinge, because he can't fight for position. That's yeah. bigger for me. Yeah, probably yeah, so why Science hasn't moaned because he probably knew that it's not realistic.
0: No, yeah. so safety car pulls in, which uh, Max uh, Lewis takes over as a safety car. Max is alongside them through the hotel section.
1: Is that allowed? That's the next thing I was going to
0: ask. Well, that was... So, Mercedes protested two things. One was the safety car procedure, one was Max overtook under the safety car because he was momentarily was, ahead.
1: It was definitely ahead at around turn 12. Yeah. And I was shouting at the TV at that point. Well, hang on a minute. I, I But I didn't know the rules, so I wasn't, like, casting aspersions or anything. I was like, you, you can't do that, can you, surely? I don't know.
0: No. You're not allowed to overtake on the safety car, so that could have been a 5 10 thing penalty reprimand. Mm-hmm. But the FI said that's normal under the safety car which to be fair Is it? well to be fair yeah not at the front generally but when the guy at the front's backing up the midfield in the back of the pack they always get side by side and tight so that was kind of what, in the in the this scenario I thought
1: wow that's mad
0: yeah so that's uh, that was dismissed after the race and it was it was a lot of way with that because they said it's normal which I don't have a problem with I thought that would have been harsh
1: well, it does set a precedent. We said that word a lot. Where, <laughs> okay, so next year if someone over, someone could literally just overtake someone under over the band the safety car, right? And say, oh well, it was fine in Yas Marina. I suppose he didn't keep the position. I think that's no, probably but the it, point, it was just
3: like for a split second he was True. nosed ahead. He didn't pass yeah. him as such. But yeah. Lewis was going exceptionally slowly, but it's his right to go the speed he wants. Although yeah. you are supposed to maintain a. I did feel
1: like he... uh, Went and stopped. Went Mm. and stopped, yes. So that is the other element, which um, maybe that's why they've cancelled it out. Mm. It's like, well, it's
0: a bit dodgy both ways. Yeah. So Lewis goes, he gets a decent launch, has a little gap through sector one, and then coming up to turn five, Max makes a dive up inside, takes the lead. Uh, No DRS, of course, because Mm -hmm. the safety car. Lewis slips, streams him down to turn six. Can't get a move done there. Gets a much better exit than Max out of seven. Gets any slipstream. Max covers the inside line all the way along, so Lewis is forced to the outside, and then in the new turn nine. Lewis is on the outside on the way in, and Max defends it well, which yeah. gives them the race lead and the race win and the championship. And a bit further back down, Yukishinoda Shinoda goes mental. <laughs> yes, in a good way <laughs> as is Gasly so he puts a mega dive on Bottas down the turn mm. 6 Like Bottas didn't see him obviously, it was oh. out of nowhere it's uh, a anyway. move yeah. yeah perfect move that's
1: what I aspire to do but never
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nobody ended up the wrong way in the barriers so. <laughs> yeah. uh, and uh, then Sonoda on exit of 7 going to towards 9 gets uh, Bottas as well he almost gets Sonoda around the outside of nine, uh, but Sonoda puts him off track, which mm. uh, was a little, a little sketchy, but. Uh, yeah. So, which puts Sonoda up to fourth, and Gazza up to fifth, and Bottas, did he end up finishing seventh? He
1: finished uh, somewhere, six, but we don't really care. Six, I think. Six,
0: yeah, you're right. Yeah, six it was. Yeah, because the, the car behind him was Orlando, who was a minute around the track. Yeah.
3: Exactly. <laughs> yeah, had no chance to do anything.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so fair play to both AlphaTauris, but yeah, mm. big story, Max wins the championship on the last lap.
1: What do we think about the last lap? Uh, overtake for the lead?
0: Beautiful. Yeah. Caught Lewis napping. I think Lewis knew he couldn't defend and his best chance was the turn nine at that after Max had got past him. Yeah, I think but
3: Lewis... Sorry, um... As I was gonna say, I think Lewis expected him to do the move down the long straight and not to suddenly dive down into the hairpin.
1: Yeah. So I felt was Lewis good. was gracious in defeat in that respect. He obviously tried to fight back, but he he mm-hmm. left enough space. He could have turned in, but didn't at turn five. Yeah. It could have easily turned in, and I, I part of me thinks. Well, I wonder if it was roll reversed, would it have been that clean? But you, you <laughs> never know. so It's unfair mm-hmm. to say that. Max ran a bit wide, I thought, considering fresh tyres at turn seven, and I thought, oh, turn six, and I thought, oh. Yeah, it's on. But then he expertly defended it into uh, nine superb, and then he had the grip advantage. So really well done from Max to so very well having mm-hmm. the fresh tires. It should have been a foregone conclusion at that point. He still got to get it done, and he did it. Oh yeah, with a plum. Love
0: that. <laughs> <laughs> so you had massive fireworks. You have a uh, Christian or crying running up the pit lane. Mm. You had just chaos everywhere.
1: Josh Verstappen, who was clearly half cut, <laughs> because <laughs> yeah. he left the race today to get it all over. Yes. And then he's coming back and it's looking more than a bit worse for where I felt.
0: Yeah. And he had a Max Champion t-shirt on immediately. So <laughs> Yeah, and
1: for stopping at the cap as yeah. well, that was that one. Yeah. well. I mean, I suppose both teams had that merchandise. Yeah. Got to think about the environmental impacts of the merchandise to come on mm. Formula 1. Sorry,
0: <laughs> Yeah. There was one set of highlight videos and graphics that weren't used.
3: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah.
0: So, yep, Max Champion. Yeah. Uh, controversial obviously for what happened at the end, which we're going mm-hmm. to discuss in detail. Um Oh immediate- we thought we already have <laughs> more detail. Oh goodness. um so immediately after the race uh Mercedes lodged two protests. One was dismissed immediate pretty work. pretty quick. And one was mm-hmm. the first one that was dismissed was the overtaking on the safety car. Second one was that the procedure was not followed for the safety car restart. Mm-hmm. Um, which has then kicked off a whole... I was still watching this thing at, like, 10 o'clock at night on Sky Sports News. Oh, I immediately turned off. Yes, I did I. I was still waiting to sign out, because it was scarce, because the Red Bull guys were kind of half-celebrating, just waiting to find out if they were going to get screwed mm. here.
1: I did think it was a quite a subdued celebration, all things considered.
0: Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, big props to Craig Slater, who got the first interview with Max live on Sky Sports like the two seconds after he found out that he had been cleared ah, right. so he, he got right in there um, uh, and Max looked pretty relieved to be honest so they'd also been waiting and Alonso had went into the Red Bull party as well at one point
1: oh how do you know
0: <laughs> <laughs> he, huh. did. He, did. he did that's annoying me that is <laughs> <laughs> so I think what I was going to do is read everything out so I've got the table set for this discussion. Go for it. So, Mercedes claimed that there was two breaches of supporting regulations of Article 48.12 which states that any cars that have been lapped by the leader will be required to pass the cars on the lead lap and the safety car. And once the last lap car has passed the leader the safety car will return to the pits at the end of the following lap. Mercedes argued that how hard car had this been applied with car fought forward won the race, um, therefore, they appealed. Red Bull's defence was, Any lap car does not mean all lap cars. Second Ooh. part of the defence was that Article 48.13 supersedes Article 48.12. So, 48.12 is setting out what I've just said about lap cars. 48.13 says, As soon as the safety car in this lap message displayed, it has to come in that lap.
1: Oh yeah, so basically so there was an error if someone's mistakenly pressed safety car in at any point the rule says it's going to come in
0: Yeah, so 48.13, their argument was uh, supersedes 48.12 even if it's a mistake
1: So the rules are blocked but uh, they've kind of got a point
0: Yeah, then they say that article 15.3 gives the race director overriding a 40 over the use of the safety car Uh, and their final point which doesn't make much sense says that if, even if all lap cars had been allowed to pass, it would not have changed the outcome of the race. Um, Which, if you're going to ignore the, the part about f- the following lap the safety car comes in, they're right. But if you're going to follow the rule, then they're wrong. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: race director says that the purpose of Article 48.12 was to remove those lap cars that would interfere in the race in between the leaders. Which
1: no, mean, it doesn't say that at all. No, no, no. It,
0: no, no, no. That's, no. That's just bogus. Yeah, and it says that 48.13 was the rule that he applied in this case, not 48.12. Oh. Hmm. And the race director also said it had long been agreed by the teams that where possible it's higher desirable to re- end the race in green condition. So the, the conclusion of the stewards was that Article 15.3 allows the race director to control the use of the safety car, which includes its deployment and withdrawal. And it says also that although forty eight point one two may not have been applied fully in relation to the safety card to turn at the pit side of the phone lap, forty eight point one three overrides that once the message is displayed. Um Mercedes request that the stewards remediate the matter by amending the classification to reflect this penultimate lap as a step too far and not appropriate. Essentially. Because it would be artificially shortening the race. True. So 15.3 says the clerk of the course shall work in permanent consultation with the race director. The race director shall have the overriding authority in the following matters and the clerk of the course may give orders in respect of them only with his express agreement. And there's five things on that list and one of them is the use of the safety car.
1: Right, so that's basically saying race director can do whatever he wants.
0: Well, there's, there's, well, there's, there's four mm-hmm. questions I come out of that. 15.3, does that mean that does that clause say that the race director has control of the safety car over everyone else? So the overriding part is overriding anyone else's authority, or does it mean that he can override any regulation?
1: Ah, yes, true. It's probably just the authority, isn't it?
0: Yeah, that's how I read it, and that's how it seems to be written. But the FIA are saying it means he can override anything.
1: Ooh, that's sticky.
0: Mm. Yeah.
1: Well, do you think it would go any? Fur- do you think it's going to go any further than it has?
3: I hope not. Well, I should say I hope not in terms of um, affecting the outcome of this season.
1: Yeah, you know? that's similar to my view. What about you, Colin?
0: Yeah, I don't think there's any way the race result changes. Um, so the, F- the 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 Mercedes have submitted a notice of intention to appeal. They've not yet appealed. They've got until Thursday evening where the FIA awards gala is. <laughs> yes. Um, that's a coincidence, that's by the way. You get ninety-six hours after putting your mm-hmm. notice in. It just so happens that that's the night where they're going to give out the prize. So, if they once they appeal that, that's to an FIA court. The FIA are just not going to fight against themselves. No. It's just no, of course never going to happen. After that, the way it's reported is they can then go to CAS, which is a court of arbitration for sport, which is an independent court which rules on all sport matters, all sport and disputes. Um, and then they'll look at they look at the rules, the legality, the precedents that have been set previously, and they'll make an adjudication on it there. Um, it's not it's interesting that uh, Mercedes brought a QC to the race. Uh,
3: yeah, just happened
1: to. Have a what? One. sorry?
0: A QC, a lawyer, basically. Really? Yeah. Well oh, yeah. that's
1: smart. It's smart to do that.
0: So they went into that appeal with a lawyer. Yes. Who, Holy cow! So Red Bull weren't happy with that. So they went in well, with. Well, Red Bull
1: should have had a lawyer as well. That would
0: <laughs> exactly. They probably did. <laughs> <laughs> they said they didn't, but yeah. So, Paul Harris, QC, is the one they engaged, who were representing Mercedes before in 2013 when Mercedes had a private Pirelli test when there was all those punctures happening. So, they were, I think he negotiated their punishment down to like a, a small fine or something then. And he's also representing Manchester City last year.
1: Uh, in
0: finan- the financial fair play uh, breaches. Mm. So,
1: How does he sleep at night?
0: It was widely <laughs> accepted that uh, Man City had breached financial fair play and it was pretty much a slam dunk and mm. everyone in the world had agreed. But Man City took it to the CAS with Paul Harris QC and got them off. Somehow. No one in the world understands why. but <laughs> no. He was able to get them off in, in CAS. So... They've got the best guy they can get to argue this. I think they should take it all the way at cast, to be honest, because this didn't make any sense at the time, and it seems like, if anything, the rules are written wrong. Yeah. At worst, the race director has been negligent.
1: I just hope... I My personal opinion is I agree with both of you. I don't think the result will change. I no. don't want the rule that it yeah. changes either, the result. But... I feel like I should be taken a little bit further because it's sloppy. It's really sloppy. Mm-hmm. It's not acceptable in my opinion, what happens, and it lets down the fans. Uh the people who watch it who are in the Netherlands were all just confused.
2: <laughs> and yeah.
1: I'm pretty sure people in the Netherlands were so it's nothing to do with the nationality apologies. It's, you know, if if they wake up in the morning when their hangover's called and rewatch that, they must surely be thinking that was a bit weird. Mm. And so I would like clarity on it i want further clarity and i want that whoever's decisions it was to be held responsible and if it's as we've suggested and as you've expertly researched their calling that the rule about the race director isn't overruling all rules it's just overruling the clerk of the course that's a that's a big error for the faa to sort of not cover up but misinterpret mm. or do their whole pr thing yeah but so anyway At the same time, if Mercedes take it any further and go to court and blah, 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 it's going to look bad on them. They're going to be made out to be the villains. Yeah. So I wonder if it's like the British Tory card championship of 1992, (laughs) Cleland and Sofa, the man's an animal. How many times bloody hell do we have to hear about that every single season finale? Anyway, there were other ones, by the way, ITV. Um, (laughs) That went to court. (laughs) And in the end, you know, it got to a point where they just went, this is going to be bad for the sport. We'll shake hands and agree. We'll move on and make sure it doesn't happen again. And so I kind of hope that something f- further can happen. But then in the end, they just have discretion a better part of valor. And they say, well, listen, we've got a case, but we've agreed that provided these rules are updated and changed and the race director loses his job, I don't know what it might be. Because <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think the FIA has to be seen to have done something. Otherwise, it's egg on their face as well.
0: Yeah. yeah. So... so... Yeah, Cass will look at the rules properly if it goes that far. They'll 'cause I I don't read that rule that they're stating the same way they are. And I think that's a backtracking. They've found that after they've made, he's made the decision. Um I think the point about pulling the safety car eating an error, overriding mm. like the the safety car coming in the following lap, I think that's fair enough. you have to have that there if there's a mistake. Yeah. I think the point the point that Mercedes have is the number of lap cars that are allowed past I think that's the one that's where they're yeah. the strongest case and, I, and I've got a quote here from Michael Massey from last year's Eiffel Grand Prix where he said there's a requirement in the Sporting Regulations to waive all lap cars past from that point on it was position 6 onwards so he had to let, to let 11 cars pass. and he said therefore the safety car period was a bit longer than we would have normally expected Essentially, he's mm-hmm. saying it's in the rules, I have to do it, there's nothing I can do about it. And that was a year ago. And then in this one, he's decided, I ah, know, actually, I'm going to pick five cars to let through and <laughs> then start the race immediately. So yeah, I, yeah. I think that that's the strongest part they have. They may be able to argue about the safety car coming in the following lap as well. And I think they'll definitely challenge the race director's reach in terms of changing mm-hmm. regulations. That, that's definitely where they'll go with this.
3: Yeah, and the regulations need to be tightened so as they are clear as to what can and can't be done. I do, you might not agree with this, but I do feel slightly sorry for Michael Bessie in this in that I think he did this, all of this, with the right intentions of trying to make it a good sporting event, but he did it all in completely the wrong way.
1: Well, is it purely him who's making that decision? Do we know that, or are other people discussing it? As
0: far as I know, but I... He's the final authority. He's yeah. the only as as fifty free say, but Well, mm. as fifty free says, he's the only one that can order the safety car. Yeah. yeah, he's in right. full control. Oh well, that was so. that and gone. Mm. <laughs> so the, I know you what know, you mean, Nick. Though, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There's been a there's been a lot of debate after, like David Croft and everyone saying that Michael Massey doesn't need sacked. He needs help. Cause he's got too much on his plate. Well, it's a busy job because he's having to yeah. deal.
1: He has to deal with the. Team or management complaints. Yeah. Yeah. Could that be
0: someone else? I don't know. Well that's that's gonna be apparently uh, they're gonna ban contact between the Race Director and the teams from the team site. Mm. Yeah, so that's good. Any contact will be initiated by the FIA, mm. Which I think is correct.
2: Yeah.
0: I mean this is utter nonsense here and team principals will lobby the Race Director. Uh, yeah. I don't like it, don't like it. What's well, the start broadcasting? What well, was the back at Silverstone, and we had the total. Michael, I've sent you an email. Yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, I forgot about that.
0: So I think that's where it started, and then mm. uh, since then it's got more and more embarrassing to hear. And uh, yeah, they, they need to they, they need to put their foot down. And Ross Braun apparently is going to put his foot down and get the rules changed.
1: Oh yeah. By, by the way, not heard from Ross for ages. No. Do you think he's busy on twenty twenty two?
3: Um. Did I read somewhere that he's standing down, or is that someone else? Oh, I, of, I don't know if it was the end of this year or the end of next year. There was ah. two people would be standing down. Sorry, I can't remember the facts of it though.
0: Jean Todt is definitely standing down. Is it Simmons? But.
1: Yes, it is. Well uh-huh. done, Nick. This was announced in December the 11th. Oh, sorry, 11th of December to get the English <laughs> date formatting yeah. correct.
3: Was it Ross Brown yeah. as well though?
1: Yes, it was. End of next
3: ah. year. Ah, uh, right, so wasn't making... Brown is
1: in the next year, Simmons is in the summer. Right.
3: Hmm. Wow. I suppose, really, their big remits were getting the new regulations in.
1: Hmm. Yeah, I'm wondering then hmm. if he's already transitioning. Hmm. And you just don't... I haven't seen him or heard. You, you would have thought he would have been someone to be straight interviewed in this title decider.
2: Hmm.
1: I don't think he was there. I don't know. I didn't see him. Um, yeah. And, and, yeah, new rules next year. It's easy to forget that. And... Yeah.
2: Maybe
0: he's just busy on that. Mm. Yeah. So, I think the two big questions for next year is: Will we tighten up the rules? Because I think needs rules are tightened up on overtaking. What's actual allowed and what's not? Because it's been all over the yeah. place this year. Because we started off in Austria when Norris had Perez round outside, and then Perez had cars round outside. Both of those got penalties. Then we get to Brazil and Max drives himself and we off no penalty. Then we go to Saudi. Max drives himself and we off penalty. And then you've got this dubious situation at turn six where they're deciding to do nothing. Well, like,
3: yeah, they're all over we the place. you Saudi in that. Most of these problems are because there's no gravel.
0: Yes.
1: Hey! Yes. Things you love to hear. Mm. Yes. Back gravel. So,
0: so they need to do that. They need to tighten up all these team mm. rules and yeah. make make it clear what the race director can do because that's now an issue. Mm. And I suppose the second question is will Michael Matthews still be there?
1: I'm going to say he's not going to be. How about that? Well, I imagine it depends if they've got a successor. Maybe one of those things where he, mm. he does the first six races mm-hmm. and then and then he's gone because then it shows it wasn't directly related. <laughs> I, I, for me, I wouldn't want to wish ill on anybody though when I say that.
2: Yeah,
3: so. I'm kind of 50-50 on it. I can see him being the sort of person who'd be like, no, I, I'm staying. Yeah. Uh, but it's whether or not he's told to go. Yeah.
0: Mm. I don't mind like the FIA tell him to go because unless they get some horrible well, it decision against FIA. them, true. Right, but all all governing bodies always back their man even mm-hmm. when they're showing to be completely incompetent. Uh, and I think Michael Massey should go because I think he, he's not managed this season well, and he also need better. But I can see the argument of not burning the man, just giving them help. And I mm-hmm. think FIA, the FIA, I don't mind like go sack him. It would be up to him if he walked away. But I imagine he's lost a lot of credibility in the paddock for next year.
2: Because
0: hmm. mm. if you go by the rules, he had two choices and he chose option three. <laughs> he, ba- yeah. he, basically, he basically had a big red button in front of him where he's like, blow everything up, and he decided mm. to push that one. So um, if if the cast ruling or whatever ruling is, is horrible, he might walk away, but I don't like the FIA or push him.
2: Because
0: mm. wasn't he? Wasn't the nv Supercars your favourite season, Tom? Wasn't involved in that for a while? I
1: don't know. The main race director in Supercars has been Tim Schenken for many years, who's actually retired now. Um, so he was never on, in my understanding, like the, the, the voice you hear hmm. from the stewards. It was always Tim Schenken. Um, but he is from Australia originally, and I wouldn't put it past me if he was involved in that series in some form because that's the leading one there and that's really good on your cv mm, he
3: that's was, a long way of saying uh,
1: i don't know sorry
3: <laughs> deputy race director yeah
1: <laughs> ah there we go so he worked with tim Schenken, He was renowned as very good
0: hmm Oh, God, he's got his own section on his Wikipedia page about the Abu Dhabi Grand Prix already. (laughs) Oh, really? His career is two paragraphs, and then there's a full section on Abu Dhabi Grand Prix. uh, The question uh, is, who would they get in?
3: Because um, Massey did work under Charlie Whiting as his assistant for a Mm. uh, a few years to sort of learn how to do it, whereas I don't know if there's been anyone working underneath him. But then Mm. maybe a completely fresh start might be better.
1: I, it could be someone recruited from a different series that's run Yeah.
0: Run. Alan Gow fancy a move when I change your <laughs> job title.
1: Who is the race director of British Touring Carousers?
0: Do they not just leave up to the local Clark, of course? Yeah, I was going to say he's the one.
1: You're right. By a bit. Yeah, you're right. Like mm. Jeff Alms sprung to mind, but he was the driving standards he advisor. Was, yeah. <laughs> which is either the most difficult job <laughs> in the world or the easiest job in the world. Yes. And I can't decide which.
3: You're all idiots. Get out. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, so yeah there's a lot for the FIA mm. and there's a lot to rumble on there was rumours today this is we're recording on Tuesday so there was rumours today that the Mercedes were going to drop their appeals um,
1: I think they will I think they will I wouldn't like to see that but I think they will
0: yeah So t- t- they've still got two days left from when we're recording to actual lodge their appeal mm. whether they decide to do that or not um, apparently Red Bull senior management went straight back to the factory yesterday to p- to prepare basically a defence in case they do so there's obviously still a bit of concern on their side yeah but the F1 prize given no the FIA prize given is unfortunately mm-hmm. and Max will be handed the trophy then
3: yeah because you're not officially world champion until that event are you as well
0: no no and then after that there's no more routes under the FIA procedure mm-hmm. to overturn it but as I say it'd be real harsh on March to take it off Max to take it off him because oh, um, yeah. Red Bull did everyone right in that race mm. every chance he had to, to put on an aggressive tyre, they did it, and they played a brilliant team game so that Max was always in Lucy's pit window under a safety car. It was Red Bull played that race perfectly, so to take it off them, even if that. the even if they won it under the wrong circumstances, would be so harsh.
1: Yeah, I don't think what happened, it what happened. No, it, it shouldn't. Have. I just yeah, just
0: want I want justice. <laughs> no, I just
1: want <laughs> I just want accountability <laughs> is what but, I
0: want. Well, I think you, you can still see the strength of your feeling because we were recording. Mm. This is 10 past 8 on Tuesday night. Number one trend. Is it really that late? Yeah. (laughs) Number one trend in the UK right now on Twitter is I stand with Lewis Hamilton. Goodness me. With 30,000 tweets.
1: Oh my word. So we're two days earlier. But what's the number one trend in the Netherlands? Oh, Oh. I keep going back to the Netherlands. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) It's just that everybody in the crowd, which was a great see, was wearing orange. It was mad.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Uh, Oh, by the way, not a huge fan of them booing, booing Lewis Hamilton after qualifying, but I was glad that he, for the first time ever, acknowledged it yes. and said, The most important thing is everybody's here and fit and healthy despite the booing. And I thought, Boom, ultimate put down.
3: It was actually, yeah.
1: Yeah, very smart. And I would like to also say on the tangent, um, ultimate respect for the Hamilton's Lewis and his father, Anthony, for the way they behaved after the race. Indeed, Straight yes. to the Red Bull team members and Verstappen to congratulate him and yep. dad and all of this jazz. Whereas in the week before that, Verstappen walked off the podium. Yes. It was a big contrast there. I'm not saying that, that, you know, I'm sure Max would have said the same thing. As it, da, 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 da. I'm just saying it didn't. Max Max,
0: Max would have, his dad wouldn't. <laughs> nah. Well, yeah. Well, he wouldn't have been there.
1: <laughs> what, was, what I thought was interesting, and this is probably bias and being too critical here, well-deserved champion, very well done, amazing season by Red Bull and Max Verstappen. And this is a culmination of many years of backing him and... Strategy of getting behind one driver and, and it, it proves Helmut Marco correct, which is always a bit annoying. But
2: <laughs>
1: Max only really congratulated Lewis for a good season once he was prompted. The other way around was Lewis was like, Well, first of all, I'm going to talk about Max, congratulations. And I just thought that was a very slight, mm. probably too critical insight.
0: Lewis, very fun. gracious and defeat. But it was amazing,
1: wasn't it? He? Yeah. he was. I
0: would have loved to have seen. 2011 Lewis Hamlin react to that situation <laughs> yeah. because he would have blown his hood at the end there would have been bodies flying everywhere it would have been hilarious because he was quite tetchy back in the day it's only oh, yeah. in the last 2 or 3 years he's calmed down
1: yeah I've got to bear in mind that Max is only 24 still mm-hmm. yeah
0: Lewis, Lewis is 37 yep. so, wow y- young Lewis That's Hamlin different. would have blown his hood and it would have been, it'd been brilliant TV but he was very gracious. Only gave the one interview, and then mm. he was silent.
1: Probably the right thing to do. Say
3: so as well, Christian, um, Christian Horner, in his interview afterwards, which I know is one of your favourite things to see, Colin. Um, <laughs> I've long switched off at this point. Yeah, but he did say something that I thought was quite good, which was that he said that we have been pushed so hard by by such a good team in Mercedes. Oh, that's and, nice. Yeah. You know, he was if if they didn't push us as hard as they did, then we might not have achieved what we did this season. I True that was you know good respect between the teams even though sometimes there is no respect between them it seems
1: yeah well very well done Christian mm. I take it all back
3: I wouldn't back go now. that far <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah no but the the Lewis's platitudes were par excellence mm-hmm. and that sounds like Christian Horner was, was humble in victory as well so yeah
3: and um, we don't know what Toto would have said because he refused to give any interviews
1: but he did go out on, on the <laughs> lash yeah
3: he did
0: <laughs> oh he was so drunk <laughs> he was the drunkest man in the world I think he needed I mean, it yeah I mean
1: a lot of stress you yeah. have
0: to say congratulations Mercedes Eight consecutive constructors championship so the, obviously oh, yeah. they were celebrating that Valtteri was at the party did you see Toto having Valtteri on his shoulders and it required like no. 8 other team members to prop Valtteri up <laughs> <laughs> Toto was so drunk he couldn't hold him he was about to do a so, suplex yeah so it's like There's, like, a crew of people holding Valtteri up while Tottenham's got, like, his ankles on his shoulders. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, and Tottenham was doing stage dives and everything, so... Didn't
1: Bottas do, um, jump into the water after the race as well?
0: He did, he bombed in the water. Yeah. (laughs) That's a bit random. Hmm. Yeah. So, bye Valtteri. Away from the Interesting
1: point, for me, is if Alfa Romeo are in the midfield, then that's when racecraft comes into it. Yeah.
3: (laughs) Yeah. We, yeah, he's already driven the Alpha. And he drove it today. Has mm. Which must have been a bit of a come down. <laughs>
1: she, the, oh, was it in the young driver test? Yes. Or yeah. How does that work then?
3: Well, they they have to have um. There's, well, they don't have to, but there's two cars they can run. One is next year's car. Well, sorry, this year's car with next year's wheels on it, and you can also run this year's car as is with a young driver in it. Oh, I see. A bit strange but yeah so that was today Ooh. day one I'd say the cars look very nice with the big wheels on
1: save for it because completely different chassis next year so it will look a bit weird yeah
3: and, and plus see. we get the bloody wheel covers next year uh, I know they're there yeah. for aerodynamic purposes but I hate the look of them
0: uh, you remember in 2009 when they had to, like, the wheel yeah off them you don't like them? Ah, uh, no, I can't stand. Because because Braun had like the bright yellow ones and that and everything. I mm. thought they were cool. No. Reminds me of a
1: hubcap on an old Rover. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. That's the equivalent. Ah! I, I like. We both see said the yes, but for 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 wrong reasons. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I said yes with enthusiasm. You said yeah, and oh my god,
3: yes. <laughs> but for me, it's like that. It's like, would I rather see hubcaps or a nice set of alloys in a car? Yeah, alloys like all
0: day. Yeah, that's how I. Me and
1: Mark Collins up in Scotland. Ooh, that's a nice. <laughs> <laughs> I that on that, that Pl- Roma
0: streetwise. Plastic <laughs> wheel trims. That's what you want. <laughs> <laughs> plastic wheel trims held on with cable ties. Oh, yeah. That's the way wheels should be. <laughs> so. I've got another it? quick point okay. before
1: I'm jumping in all over the place and being really rude this episode. Sorry. I'm fired up.
0: I'm tired. <laughs> yeah, well, it's actually quite funny. Did you,
1: either of you see uh, Vettel's comment on the radio afterwards?
0: Oh, and he won uh, most overtakes.
1: Yeah, so he's won the oh. Crypto.com Overtake Award. Mm. And so Vattel was like, I won the overtake thing. And they're like, oh, yeah. And he goes, what's the prize? And one million jelly beans. <laughs> Which I just thought was funny because Jelly Beans is quite funny, but it, it's just a really clever swipe at cryptocurrency in general.
2: Mm. Mm-hmm. You
1: know, it's completely worth it. So, do I win some crypto the Jelly Beans? Loved it. So, yeah. radio comment of the year for me. Science nearly broke out in Smooth Operator, but didn't. <laughs> the team were goading him and they're like, oh, what are you? Are you a Smooth Operator? Oh. <laughs> but he didn't sing it.
3: Nah. I do hate that award, though, the most overtakes, because it's basically who's in a reasonably car that can't qualify well? Yes. You know it's not the Aston Martin website. website
1: was very proud of it though. And, uh, <laughs> long article about it that I'm reading right now. One hundred and thirty two <laughs> passes across twenty two races. Yeah.
3: Who's underachieving qualifying award? <laughs>
1: yeah. At least it's not called the Lightfoot wing whatever it's called.
0: Forever Forward yes. was the uh, overtake Sorry. one. Yeah. Oh right. Yeah. Wing foot is overtake. qualified. <laughs> qualified now yes. is it?
3: We have that debate every time there's a touring company. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Was it gonna be next year? Yeah. Oh, most roles, most gravel trap <laughs> visits. Oh
3: yeah, Max also did win the uh, most pole positions trophy, which apparently there is one.
1: Oh, is
0: that? Oh. Didn't know that. <laughs> oh
1: good.
0: It, good thing. He also brought the record for most podiums in a season.
1: Oh, so nice. that's incredible. Yeah. Well, amazing.
3: It has been an amazing season to be fair, hasn't it? Where we've had is it the joint or the most races we've ever had? And yes. after all of those races tied on points going into the last one and then it goes down to one lap Mm.
1: and because there are so many races in the season and I'm going to steal this from the Intercooler uh, who tweeted it Mm. uh, the last time there were joint points going to the finale was 1974 but of course there's far fewer races then, Mm -hmm. so the odds of it happening are I'm getting my my greatest and my smallest confused Mm. but it was much more difficult Let's say that way. Yeah, for this to happen
3: because twenty-two
0: races. Yeah, and half
3: points in one race.
1: Oh yeah,
0: that's weird. Mm. So you could argue that Max is awarded five extra points in race without actual racing. Mm.
1: Well, there's that as well? But
3: yeah, they were both champions this year in how they yeah. drove. It's just what only one person can win yes. the title.
1: Yes, of course. Yep,
0: yes, yep. and um, Michael Masi decided that would be Max. <laughs> <laughs>
1: It's been cathartic, I'm going to have my system, Mum peace.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't need to call it talk sport tomorrow. But, but I might not watch again.
1: the next season of uh, Drive to
0: Survive. Uh, uh, I think we're going to have to,
1: just to see what happens. Uh, hopefully by then I've forgotten what happened and then I'll be surprised.
0: We did the review episode on it last year, so we're going to have to do it mm-hmm. one on this year.
1: Oh, true, yeah. Yeah, let's do that.
0: <laughs> You've got to have to watch it now. I, I think it's in the new year. Normally, it's like January, February. I think it normally comes on.
3: Wasn't Is it, it? Uh, like a few weeks before the start of the season? Or Was yeah, it that it's late? March. Mm.
0: So start of March then. Wait, February start of March then. Yeah. then. I wonder how they're going to do it with so many races.
1: They don't need to. Well, they only did four races last year, didn't they? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, True. So they might not have even been there, yeah. and they don't really need to. Um, they don't need to edit it that much this time. No. No. Forget the fake noises of the weird order of things. Just you know, press play. Episode six.
0: Austria again.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, that was a downside.
0: So final standings. Mm. We also know the top two. Valtteri secured third over Perez. Uh, Carlos Sainz's last race podium jumped on above. Leclerc, Leclerc
1: and in his car, and team.
0: yeah, and That's Norris, so took fifth.
1: It annoys me a little bit that he's always seen as like a number two driver. Given the right machinery, I have no doubt he'd be a world
0: champion. It's going to be interesting if Ferrari have a good car next year because those two <sighs> are going to be fighting for race wins together. I
1: do kind of think if the Ferrari is good next year, they will give it to Charles because he's the favoured son. But come on, Carlos Sainz, brilliant year. Hmm. Again, again,
3: we always say. Yeah. Yep. I like what he said. I think it was however in the post-race interview where he said it's good that Max has won the championship because we were so close in Toro Rosso. It shows that I can do it as well.
1: Ah, clever, good yeah. spin. I like that. Good mindset.
0: Mm. Daniel Ricardo was the eighth. Mm-hmm. He was fifty or well forty-nine point five points behind Sainz, and forty-five points by Norris inconsistent yep well you look at signs jumping in that Ferrari instantly excellent yeah Ricardo's s- still struggling mm-hmm. and he's going to have to learn a whole new car again next year
1: and he's going bald I think <laughs>
0: <laughs> at the you, back you know the person I feel most sorry for after all this mm. isn't Agile Lewis is Ricardo because he now has to go back to Australia and sit in a hotel room for two weeks yeah. to quarantine oh, under he? their rules so he can be home for Christmas. Oh, wow. And he's not... they asked. Ted Grabs asked him and he's uh, pitling thing. Are you allowed a balcony? And like, No, not even allowed a balcony. So he's going to be in a sealed room for two weeks.
1: Hope he's got a pile of books.
0: <laughs> it shows you even being a millionaire, doesn't he, get you past Isn't the Australian true. quarantine. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's he, good. you ever watched... Uh, I'll show you... Uh, customs border control program. <laughs> they they do not mess about with any. I've,
1: I've seen bits of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You <laughs> don't didn't. want to be carrying multivitamins mm. to there
0: <laughs> No, you've got a packet of what sits. That's quarantineable <laughs> <laughs> item here. <laughs> Elsewhere, Gasly ended up finishing P nine championship. Alonso was Alonso finished ahead of Ocon despite Ocon getting that race win. Mm-hmm. Vitel was ahead of Stroll. George Russell was 15th and managed to beat both Alfa Romeo's and, and uh, his teammate. And Giovinazzi was the lowest point-scorer with three. Mm. And then you've got Mick Schumacher, Robert Giovica and Nikita Masman. No points for Haas.
1: Come on, Robert. Yeah.
0: And Constructors, Ferrari, pretty comfortably took third this year.
1: As we predicted.
0: Mm. Alpine took fifth with Alfa Tauri sixth. That was close up until... The rogue podium in Qatar. Yeah, Aston Martin had a shocker of a year, despite well Vettel didn't actually get to keep his podium, did he? No, he lost. That's it. the problem. Also,
1: just want to point out, yeah, at the start of the year, had oh, forgotten about high rake, low rake, change of mm-hmm. rules to the detriment of Mercedes and Aston Martin. Clearly, Aston Martin the worst.
2: Yeah,
0: mm. yeah, and considering I have a good car to trace from this year. At the yeah. start, they, uh, they struggled. Mm. Um, and Williams, for the first time in a few years, aren't last. They finished eight well ahead yes. of Alfa Romeo and Haas. Good old Yost. Just. Yost? Just? Yost Just Capito? Just, Capito, uh, Capito? however you pronounce yeah, it. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. And also, congratulations to Oscar Piastri, who yes. won F2. Oh, yeah, I forgot to
1: mention that. That was brilliant.
3: Congratulations on not getting a drive anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> but hopefully he gets a, a drive the year after, because that's been a ridiculous junior career.
0: Is he not going to be a reserve driver for uh, is, yeah. Alpine.
3: Alpine? Yeah, yeah, but he gets no actual like, race series to drive.
1: Yep. Mm. Very sad, that. Mm. Did
3: he win F3 and F2? He, he won yep. F something, F4, maybe regional F4, then F3, then F2 in consecutive seasons. Mad.
0: Get him in a car. Yeah. So, it's the end of the championship. Also, it's the end for Kimi Raikkonen. It's the end for Antonio Giovinazzi. Got George okay. Russell jumping to Mercedes. Got Bottas jumping to Alfa Romeo. And we've got a newcomer Guan Yujo joining the good next year. Mm-hmm. And Alex Albon's back, who was celebrating with Red Bull all weekend. Because I think he's been driver coach for... Yuki, uh, is it? The Afatari guys. Yeah, Yuki. Mm. He's been coaching him the past three or four rounds, I think.
1: And he was paid by Red Bull to compete in DTM mm. and stuff like this. So he was still a Red Bull driver this year.
0: Yes. And saying
3: that, Yuki has improved massively in what happens to be those few races that he's been coached
0: for. So that is coincidence mm. or not. Could well be. How do you think Alba will do it, Williams? We're getting into a preview show here. But... Oh, yeah. I've just
1: got a feeling that Williams will be better than next year. They'll be reasonably mm. quick.
3: Mm. I think Albin will be better than the TV, but they'll be closely matched.
0: Because mm. the big problem Williams have had over the past five years has been Aero and mm-hmm. the Aeros can put the flip in next year.
3: Yeah, Yeah,
1: they've got more credits to do testing and stuff, right?
0: Yep. Is it Wind yep. Tunnel and things like that? Mm-hmm. Plus, the aerodynamics the isn't generate generated by the 4, so the four designs key next year rather than wings and angles and brake ducts uh, and things like yeah, that. I don't believe it. No, because I think well, sh- I think the intention is like seventy or eighty percent of the downforce is going to come from ground effect. Yeah, that was what the intention was.
1: Yeah, and there was there was all sorts of intentions in two thousand nine about cutting the back <laughs> and Someone in Honda invented the double diffuser.
0: <laughs> Very true. Honda pulling out right is them in the championship though. True.
1: Oh. This proves Ron Dennis right. <clears throat> so well done, Ron. <laughs>
0: Shame you're such a crank. You'll get. You couldn't make it work for yourself. Yes, exactly.
1: But, <laughs> but I do feel <laughs> sorry for him now, because um, when all the GP two engine <laughs> was happening. Sorry, you're gonna say I give it that swear.
0: No, that's, feel not, sorry. that's not. a not word. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> it's borderline. I yeah? think it is. Mm. Right, okay.
1: So I do feel sorry for Ron Dennis because when the GP2 engine rubbish was happening and everybody's undermining the hard work of Honda and the team's getting down and then Zach Brown comes on board after Ron Dennis departs and they listen to Alonso and the Renault engines and then Mercedes engines. Ron Dennis said, no, we need to stick at this because you will never win the World Championship without your own engine supplier.
2: Yeah.
1: And look what's happened. Okay, they didn't win it. But Max Verstappen won the driver's championship with Honda, and Honda was only supplying the Red Bull for the teams. Yeah, it all works together, pulls together, and it could have been McLaren. You never, you never know how the car's going to be and what happens, right? They, they did It's a long-term thing. This hybrid generation was clearly dominated by Mercedes. So you know who who knows if you never know. Well, I just felt like it could have been McLaren on the top step. There, I know
3: what you meant there. I don't think that would ever happen with McLaren because. Went under on Dennis that is because he was too adamant on the um, the way the engine was packaged that they couldn't actually yeah. experiment with it. Right, it's like this has to be the smallest engine possible to fit our arrow. Whereas Red Bull gave them a bit more leeway to develop the engine how they wanted to. I see, but I'd, 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 oh, I still well, see your that's... point though. Sorry, it's certainly Totally undermining that.
1: Yeah, complete. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Really, I'm out. No, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, sorry for going that. The point still stands though that you have to you have yes. to have your own engine development. Um, I don't think we'll see. Yet. or maybe next year is a chance for customer teams when the rules are all weird with the new cars. Mm. Generally speaking, customer team, are you ever aiming for the championship? I don't know. I'm not sure you are. Mm.
0: Mm. It's going to be. It's I know Renault out, was
3: Red Bull. But... Yeah, I don't. you mean, though.
0: Yeah, there's still still talk of VW in the next couple of years. That'll Fascinating. Be another one to throw in the mix.
1: I hope yeah. the Volkswagen Group joins in some form, whether it's Lamborghini, with it's Porsche. Yeah,
0: whatever that's
1: going to be for I the, don't think the
3: 2025, 2026, whenever the yeah. new regulations
0: will be. But yeah, I hope so. I don't mm.
1: see how it makes sense, really. But as a fan, I'd like to see another engine developer mm-hmm. come into play.
0: Maybe they'll buy McCorn then, maybe... Maybe Autosport just got the story five years earlier. Yeah.
1: Autocar, I think.
0: Autocar. Yeah. Apologies.
1: Well, there's no smoke without fire. So maybe Autocar got it from a German source, from a German publication. Um, and I'm thinking that there's clearly discussions happening. They just reported it a bit too matter of fact.
0: <laughs> yes. So, 2022, all new cars. Slight mix up in the driver line up. I'm not going to make predictions now. But I we'll save it for another episode, eh? Yeah. yeah. All I've got to say is I hope that Lewis Hamilton gets another crack at the world title after that. He'll be more
1: motivated than ever, almost, I think.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I did see some people speculate he might not bother coming back, but he will. He will. He will be back. It will give
1: him a harder edge, I think.
0: Hmm. So, any final season uh, this year, Nick? Wowzer. <laughs> <laughs> it It's tiring. I'm um, glad yeah. it's over. It was a hell of a year. Not always for the right reasons, but it's going to be memorable. Tom, any final thoughts from you on the championship?
1: Uh, I wasn't going to say much today, and then I went off on one, and I apologise to everybody listening and you guys, because... Oh, I said you guys like a YouTube, YouTuber. Sorry. Hey, guys, 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 <laughs> guys. But, um, I've gone off on one, but it's, it's clearly uh, been a contentious year, and I'm very, very glad that I don't have to think or talk about it
0: anymore. I was going to suggest that we do an F1 season review show where we go through every single round again but I I don't think any of us have the appetite to do that anymore. (laughs) Not at this moment in time. No, I think that's done. So, thank you both for joining me this year on the podcast. Mm. We've done something like 25 episodes maybe more. It's been a hell of a commitment. Mm. So thank you very much and thank you to everyone that's downloaded. If you do like the podcast, uh, like it, subscribe, leave us a review and we'll be back next year with season previews for the British Junior Championship and Formula 1 and by the sounds of it, uh, Formula 1 Drive to Survive review show again. So everyone, have a nice Christmas, happy new year. We'll be back in the new year for the new seasons and uh, yeah, we'll see you then.
1: More British touring cast stuff coming soon. Yay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes, happy Christmas, all.
1: See ya. Have a good Christmas.